Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Mari Forth. Uh, with me, as always, is Matt Scott. Matt, how are you doing? I'm good, Mari. Night two of WrestleMania. WrestleMania weekend is over. We're here to recap it. Uh, but how yes. are you doing right now? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be live on the stereo app with this special wrestling wrap up podcast where we just go over our quick live reactions of night two of WrestleMania. And I cannot believe WrestleMania week is officially over, Matt. Uh, Your thoughts on the week just uh, overall. You know, it was a really solid week. I mean, we we had the two nights of mania with a lot of solid matches nothing truly went went off the rails and i think mm-hmm. overall um wwe did such a phenomenal job putting this together there were some surprises along the way um i think the hall of fame was kind of interesting even though we I'm, i know that neither of us probably spent a ton of time uh taking that all in nxt was great so i'm Look, I'm I'm a fan. It's it's a ton of content, and I'm glad that it wasn't just one night of mania because that would have been like eight hours that I don't know we could have made it through. Exactly, and so I guess this is a great uh, question to segue into. So, are you a fan of the two night manias? Oh, totally, I am, and I like that it's basically like what is it three and a half hours that we've gotten each night, or basically yep. three hours. Um, last night with the delay so I'm a fan Mm -hmm. of it and it's a lot more digestible and easy to kind of pay attention and take it in but the other thing that's really cool is that each night you're able to have that headline moment so if this were just one night I don't know if the Bianca Sasha moment would have hit as well as it did or if the the Reigns Edge Daniel Bryan stuff would have hit as well as it did so um, I like breaking it up and not not exhausting the fan base um, each and every time I completely agree I think the two nights opens up for more opportunities not just for who headlines but for more matches in general Um, Mm. hopefully we'll get like more women's matches as well 
But so, so far, it was such a great, great weekend. Um, those of you joining us on stereo, please uh, drop your audio questions so you can be a part of the, the podcast. Um, so going into it, we started off with Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Oh, uh, this was this, like. <laughs> yeah, what were your thoughts? Because I, I. Oh my God. I saw as you were doing the um, Rahafgram's Instagram takeover was just ugh. And so yeah. I wanted to find out your thoughts before sharing any of my own. Yeah, like. Okay, so when they opened up with it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I really thought they weren't going to open up with that that match. I thought that match would have been more horror elements. I thought it would have played better, like, later. You know, uh, mm-hmm. curtain jerking does not seem like something that that storyline would have needed, I guess. So I was confused when they first started it. I was like, okay. Then I, I like the giant jack-in-the-box. I kind of didn't like that he went back to old fiend i kind of wish he stayed like burned fiend um honestly then we get the match the match between the fiend and randy orton was actually pretty good for uh the fiend no selling it was he was doing good no selling if that makes sense he was selling the no sell so i i actually really like that but the ending man uh, Alexa Bliss coming out of the Jack in the Box basically with uh, what is almost like a crown of thorns on her head with barbed wire and then just the black ooze pouring down her face long enough <laughs> to, distract, to distract the fiend for uh, Randy Orton to hit the RKO and to get the win was so annoying it was so annoying and you know why we talked about it on our preview like Randy should not have won this match. Why are you going to re-debut the Fiend? You're going to do all this just for Randy to win the match again? They just, they just beat. He just beat him four years ago. Like, what did you think? Oh, I loved it. I loved all of it. I think they did such a great job with this. So we were kind of talking about. Oh, it makes sense for for um, the Fiend to win here because if Randy wins, then the feud just kind of continues and goes on. And like, if you're not burning the fiend again, then, you know, you're not really making the same impact, but I like what they did here a lot. Um, I like that this was what started the show because usually I feel like mania doesn't start with like this massive attention grabbing match. And so I was immediately glued to it. And um, I, you know, the biggest thing for me that was was just awesome about this was the way that the match finished was, which was that there was this dynamic between um, between Alexa and the Fiend, and then Randy kind of comes in, steals the win, but it, but like Randy's not even really part of the story of what we were seeing there between. Alexa, who definitely seemed like she's taking over. I think of Tian Shaw in NXT as a comparison where it's like Alexa seems like she's in charge of this dynamic with the fiend, which I don't uh-huh. think that's the way it was always positioned. And I'm really excited to see what happens there. Cause I, I really don't think that we're truly going to see Randy in the middle of this dynamic. And I'm happy about that. That was the thing that would have been annoying for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm on board. And then that, that ooze situation with Alexa was definitely over the top, but I mean, I think I would take that over the fire any day. Cause I, 
Like, no one was expecting that. Uh, I guess we can agree to disagree. Let's take some of these audio questions first. Yeah. Man, all I know is Bianca won and Roman Reigns won. And because those two people won alone, I had a great, great, great weekend. Uh, yep. I, I agree. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, thank you, Cyclops. Um, I, honestly, Bianca winning and her and Sasha having that amazing match yesterday and then Roman winning that really good uh, headlining main event this today. Honestly, it really did uh, put the weekend over. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, you know what? I, I don't even. Think oh, well, you were rooting for Edge, right? <laughs> I forgot. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, honestly, I wasn't like it. To me, it didn't really matter who won. I just want something interesting and a good story. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was kind of getting to the point where I was rooting for Daniel Bryan because I was thinking, huh. like, that's the least expected thing. That could be really fun and interesting to see Edge and Roman going after him after Mania, but I really mm-hmm. like the way that the match finished where it's like so conclusive that mm-hmm. Roman is the head of the table and that Roman is the champion and he pinned both of them. And so I I like how it's done. I think I'm more looking at this Mania, I'm definitely more into how they do things than what they do. Maybe that's a big pattern. But, yeah. um, but hey, I mean, yeah, Bianca winning was was great. I think especially just because that's a huge moment. Like Sa- Sasha's great. She's the legit boss. We get it. We know that Sasha's a future Hall of Famer. Uh, we oh. get that. But I went. I I did like seeing the Bianca thing. I could have taken it. Uh, uh, I could have taken anyone winning this main event tonight. Yeah. So I like I agree. Like, yeah, let's get into the main event because that was a great question by Cyclops. I love that story in the the ring. Like Edge and Daniel Bryan both came so close to beating Roman, but they kept standing in each other's way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Edge getting the um cross face on Roman and then and Daniel Bryan stopping him from tapping and then uh, putting the yes lock on him. I was like, oh my God, that mm-hmm. spot in itself was so intense. I was just looking at Roman like, oh my God, this man is going to pass out. because He looked like he was about to tap. It was so close. Yes. I saw the chair there, you know, in his face. And so that was, I think, maybe the, well, it definitely one of the spots of the match, maybe the spot of the match for me, but yeah. wow, just like they they did so much inventive stuff. Edge speared yes. Roman uh, when Roman was standing on the steps down over yes. the, the floor. Just all of it. There there was and so we, much that they did in there. And then you have you know Jay getting taken out early on, but coming back mm-hmm. and being a factor in the match. And I thought that it was just really great storytelling. I I like. I don't know how many stars I would give it. I don't think we have to give it stars or ring bells. Yeah. But, um, I'm. I don't know what I would do to improve this match, other than like deeper story leading into the match. Mm-hmm. I, I and I agree. Like Roman finally also getting to soak in the crowd booze for the first time for mm. turning heel. Oh, oh yeah, he loved it, and I just everything about that match was so good. Like it really was. This mm-hmm. is the first time we had two main events 
where we expected a lot out of them and they both delivered like they did completely and utter utterly just delivered that match was so good yeah. like i kind of want to go and rewatch it again like i want to go and rewatch both of those matches again oh totally right totally and and one thing i'll say too is like i was rewatching parts of night one earlier and it is all to me better on the rewatch like if, if there's something really? about not knowing what's going to happen but then when you know what's going to happen and you That's know maybe, there, there are definitely some parts you want to skip over but i mm. mean when you're oh i'm gonna i haven't rewatched the bianca sasha match yet i haven't gotten there but i'm ready for it ready to rewatch uh edge and roman and daniel bryan again so i'm with you there all right let's look at our Next question. Okay. Oh yeah, and I just want to say I love the fact that the crowd gave Tamita that reaction. I feel though she's been grinding in the WWE for like years, man. She she's got nothing. So I was happy Mm -hmm. to see how happy she was to get that reaction tonight. Yeah, Mary, what did you think about about well that match, but also um, just the reaction that that Tamina was getting, that Natty was getting. Yeah, I mean that. Like, how awesome was that? That Tamina got that reaction. I was, I wasn't stunned because I do love me some Tamina. Uh, but mm-hmm. like, normally it's it always seems to be so hard for crowds to connect with her specifically, just because she's been around so long. Her and Natty have that kind of like they've been around for so long that sometimes the crowds just don't buy in. And I mean, Mm -hmm. honestly, we were talking about it yesterday, how we were like, okay, so that means they're going to lose. And they lost. But the difference is, though, they still engage the audience. So, yeah, I'm so glad. I love giving flowers to, like, the people who have paid the way while they're still doing it. Don't wait until, you know, their time is here and and done. And Tamina and Natty, deserved all of that recognition that they that they had um yeah so that match was um Shayna and Nia Jax the women's tag team champions versus Tamina Snuka and Natty uh, or Natalia and it was a good match it was just a solid match like we said it was gonna be a solid match um a lot of good um I think my favorite spots were Nia and Tamina, of course, like just the, the back and forth Haas matches. Uh, uh, Nia, uh, the first thing that comes to me, comes to mind was Nia. Uh, uh, what she do? She picked up Tamina on the, on the outside. And then once Tamina returned the flavor, favor with a body slam in, in the inside was just, it was great. Um, but as expected, like I'm, I'm happy that Shayna and Nia still have the, the belt mostly because Reggie wasn't there to be a factor. Uh, rumor is they said that he was wasn't feeling too good. So he stayed at home. Um, but also I, I need a, I need a better feud for somebody to come and take those belts off of them. They've just been doing so good lately, Shayna and Naya, that I just need a better story, but I also want to prolong this, um, mega powers implosion type thing. You know, we, we were getting the, the hints that, uh, Naya and Shayna are getting fed up with each other, so I kind of want them to take it further before they take the belts off of them. Yeah, I look. I think the biggest thing for me, you know, they'll whatever happens after Mania with the team ha- will happen. Like that'll right. 
I'm not even going to try to speculate on on what that should look like or what that will look like. But what I will say is that I really love this match for being this moment for Natalia and Tamina. And Natalia is interesting because I feel like she's had a lot of different moments, um, bigger or smaller moments that she's been able to shine. But for Tamina, like we were saying earlier, she just hasn't had that time. And so even just uh-huh. had that time in the ring, to be so dominant, to be in a position where there's a question of, are they going to walk away with the championships? That was amazing to see their legacy and lineage recognized was amazing because I remember Uh months ago, a few months back, um, I was thinking to myself just about some of the teams and gimmicks I'd like to see. And one of them was this thought of, what if they did something with Natalia and Tamina and now we're actually seeing them together. And, you know, I wonder where that could potentially go. I hope that there's more space to like establish these really solid tag teams, get them yeah, in gear, definitely. give them a name, like really build mm-hmm. those up. Um, and I really hope that WWE actually slow. I can't even say WWE. I'm just like Vince yeah, McMahon. Um, no, I know. <laughs> but I hope they slow slow it down um, a lot, you know, rather than rushing the championship from one team to another, really build the teams up. And, you know, we're starting to see some good teams built up, but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking what we're seeing in the division now. And I think it has a lot of room for, for growth, which is the exciting part. Okay. I, I, I mean, you said it. I, it's really true. We just need to get some more concrete women's tag teams in there so that um, it doesn't seem like we're just putting the belts on makeshift teams. All mm-hmm. right. So, uh, next up. Man, I'm sorry, but that Fiend versus Bray Wyatt shit, it was a shit show, man. They should be ashamed of themselves for even earning that, man. Come on, man. What was that, man? Get it together, WWE. Get it together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I don't get what the problem was with that match. I don't get it. Matt, that match, I think, out of all of the the matches of the night, was had to be more result oriented than the other ones, just because the wrestling was not going to be technical. You know what I'm saying? Because the theme character does not sell. It had to be more over the top, more supernatural. We were we were talking about. Well, I was I was saying this on the Among Us game earlier. It's like I'm really excited for it. I want to see what they're going to do. But how do you top setting a man on fire? And unfortunately, I don't think they top setting a man on fire. And I think that's where the disappointment comes from. Uh, I don't. I didn't. I when I was thinking about what they would do here, I wasn't literally thinking like, "Oh, it needs to be bigger than setting a man on fire." Like, I like what they did here because it to me it feels like a logical way to break out Randy Orton from the fiend. Um, you know, the thing that like wouldn't be awesome because like let's think about the flip side, the alternate scenario here. What if we got that massive finish, you know, all the supernatural stuff, we get the Fiend beating Orton, like, what are we going to get? Are we going to get Randy Orton coming back again, the feud continuing? This, to me, really seems like a way to get Randy Orton out of the picture with Alexa and the Fiend, to give Alexa and the Fiend their own story. So I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. And That depends on the follow-up, though. that, that'll yeah, depend it, on the follow-up. Yeah, and I and I think even, no matter what, it probably depends on, on the follow-up 
Um, uh-huh. But you know what? I'll say this, that I feel like whenever, you know, as we as fans go in with expectations of like, we want this and that and that, and it doesn't add up to that, then I, you know, it's easy to be disappointed. But I did, I honestly didn't have much, have like concrete expectations for what would happen in this match. So maybe that's why, I mean, I, I like seeing Alexa spew uh, motor oil from her face. So I, I, but that's that to me was I, over I the top. To me, to me, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with anything that happened in the match. I just didn't like that Randy Orton won because I don't think he needed mm-hmm. this win. And Bray Wyatt, when was the last time Bray Wyatt has won at WrestleMania? He has not won at WrestleMania since I started watching six or seven years ago, like watching again six or seven years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, it's just like I was saying with Braun, like you keep pushing him to a certain extent and then burying him with Brock, like again, like what they did with Braun. I'm going to stop um, having faith. In, in the in the fiend, they did this with Bray Wyatt. That's why Bray Wyatt had to turn to the fiend because they kept burying him. And it, it and it just it's I'm I'm so frustrated because I feel like they're not putting their trust in him. And I, like you said, maybe we gotta be more optimistic and we'll see what happens with the follow up. But I really think that the fiend should have beaten Randy Orton decisively here to the point where Randy Orton again, like I said the other week, doesn't show up for at least two weeks on on Raw, and then just goes away per, that's yeah. that's how i feel like it but again it just it depends on the follow-up yeah i yeah i you know what the thing i would say though if anyone feels like the fiend is the fiend has been at the like one of the maybe the highlight of raw without even being there over the course of the last few months over the last year the fiend has been such a strong fixture in wwe and booked so strongly and so I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm cool with with the fiend not he, winning at Mania. It's like the Sasha thing, where it's like that. You know, this is about the bigger story. Wins and losses don't matter. It's like what's the story that you're telling? And oh my god, like, that's what you I'm, sound like I'm, a I'm, WWE shill. It's not. It's not. It's not about <laughs> the wins and losses though. It's not a shoot. It's kayfabe. That's what it is. I got. I we'll we'll have to continue this. Uh, this discussion on our main pod, uh, main podcast because we can go back and forth about this all night um, these are just our quick reaction follow up for night one and night two this is our night two one if you want to follow us wherever you get your podcast uh, we are at the wrestling rehab up on twitter um, and just you know find us on apple spotify all that good stuff um, so let's get back into our questions let's get through these questions because we really want to hear from you guys yeah i wanted our truth to show up for for some reason (laughs) (laughs) thank you i wanted our truth to show up for some reason too we uh, come on we yeah like our truth in the hulk hogan segment nothing oh god the the, uh, the show did need a, some some levity. I think the only levity that we really got in the whole show was Bailey. And w- let's let's jump into Bailey right now. Like uh, I am. <laughs> so we we ranted all about how Bailey should have something on WrestleMania, and I agree. I still think she should have something on WrestleMania, like a, a actual match with the build up. But this whole, I'm the host, like this delusional, like I'm the host, y'all aren't doing nothing. I'm carrying the show on my back. Uh, yesterday night when she like in, 
interrupted Michael Cole. It has been golden. It has been solid. I love every minute of it. Then Bailey comes out, interrupts Titus and, and, and Hulk Hogan, um, saying she's the host. And then the Bella Twins come out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you what I think about this first fact. The Bella Twins mm-hmm. come out. Uh, Bailey runs her mouth to the Bella Twins. And then Nikki and Bree end up, uh, Nikki throws a punch or two. Bree does something. It was like a Bella Buster. I can't remember. But uh, Bailey ends up rolling down the ramp. Like it got beat up by the legend. So yeah. I actually like this because the men get stupid nonsense segments like this all the time. Think about The Rock pinning Rowan a few years ago in six seconds, having the shortest match at WrestleMania. Think about The New Day um, um, uh, beating up the Wyatt, the, the Wyatt family and then Stone Cold, Mick Foley, and Shawn Michaels delivering their uh, their signature moves on The New Day. Like, uh, I love those legend spots and I'm glad that the women got to do it this time like to me that's that is we are like on our way that is like peak going to towards equality I know that it was unnecessary (laughs) that whole segment was so unnecessary but that's what I like about it because the men get unnecessary segments all the time and nobody bats an eyelash at at it I I mean yeah. Well, so yeah, but also, well, so I was with I was with you for most of it. I don't. I'm not a fan of any of those unnecessary segments at Mania, especially because even the Rock and Rowan match, I was kind of like scratching my head, like, what's happening right oh, now? Hate, like of all people on it. the roster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I just kind of feel like. You know, uh, I that maybe that was where the reaction was for me. Honestly, my my philosophy on this is: if Bailey is happy, I'm happy. Like if she mm-hmm. was really happy with what happened there, then I'm on board with it. Um, you know, there are other things that we'll see her do in the future. This isn't an indictment on her as a performer. Like people know exactly. what she's capable of and know that as a face, she could deliver as a heel. She could deliver as mm-hmm. an um, out of ring on air personality. She could deliver. So it is great to see her versatility and have that documented. And hopefully that means only good things for her going forward. And hopefully they really think, Oh, Bailey did so much for us at the start of this pandemic, especially like we will honor that at some point, but right now is not the time for that. And I get that they're finding something good for her to do without like forcing her into a tag team or without forcing her into the match between Bianca and Sasha, for example. Exactly. And I feel like that's, you know, that has to be the next course. Like, like, Bailey's been not doing much on TV because she has she has to be the first feud for Bianca. Like we saw that feud at the end of last year, at the beginning of this year, and it delivered. And they didn't get a chance to really deliver on a big pay per view. So I think that's where we're headed. That's where I'm hoping we're headed. We're headed. So we'll get yes, exactly. we'll get that at some we'll get that at some point. I mean, again, like yeah. we were saying yesterday, to like stretch out Sasha and Bianca and like give us more of that oh, yeah. can um and of then maybe course. it transitions to bailey or something but i'm I, I think i don't know why especially after tonight though i'm just in a mode like okay like let's do that long-term storytelling um mm-hmm. because, which wwe is not always well known for right 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have to talk about Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I mean, whew, like that was another highlight on, uh, for me, a match for me this tonight because like it really felt like they came out of the gate on like 10 and then somehow managed mm-hmm. to like steady go upward as the match progressed. Like it was so fast paced. It was so like um, hard hitting. You can tell they've been wrestling each other for what they say twenty plus years. Like basically, that match was so good. Like, and you and you can always tell when like best friends or people who know each other in and out um, work matches together because it always seems like they do the most craziest stuff to each other. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's all backwards. Of those, it's like it's like right? okay. Let's be really like let's take no bumps. Like let's be really gentle with each other. I know they're like slamming each other all over the place, like left and right. And I think especially with KO and Sandy, mm-hmm. it's kind of not surprising yes. that that's what we got. But honestly, so this is a match where I said to myself, I need to go back and watch this back ASAP because. They kept cutting to Logan Paul's reactions or like um, angles over his shoulder. And I I was just very distracted by (laughs) him in that situation. But I will say something I I noted as a highlight was just the sell that Logan Paul had for that stunner. Not to Uh skip ahead, but... I like that sell. <laughs> I like I like the way that he sold for that stunner. I don't think it was artful or necessarily mm-hmm. the most intentional, but I like the result of how he kind of like flopped forward and like corkscrewed and you know so th- that was between nice. between The Rock selling a stunner and Vince McMahon selling yeah. the first stunner. We, yeah. we kind of got a Kurt Angle, basically. It reminded me of some of the rock. Well, no, let me not. No, don't you ever. I was about to uh, say, don't <laughs> But I did think of the rock sell. I did think of the rock 
Jessica the Rock is the iconic person who's sold all those stuff. But look, this was a really good sell, especially from a celebrity. Was, that's, yeah. that's the that's the big thing where like sometimes they kind of just half take a move or they flop over. And um, mm-hmm. I, I I like what he what he did there to give to give him his to give Logan Paul his flowers while yeah. he's still in WWE, which probably won't be for too long. Uh, hopefully so, not. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> that's a theory. And Kevin, I that yes. ending sequence was just amazing. The haluva kick, and then mm-hmm. Sammy like thinking about it before he propped Kevin back up to try and deliver yeah. another one. Kevin um, reversing it into a um, uh, super kick to the face to go into mm-hmm. the stunner, propping him up to go into the stunner. It's just like, oh, it's just again. You can tell they. They're friends. They love each other. It's like, I'm hurting you, but I'm hurting you for your own good. It's, you know, so that match, yeah. I really liked that. Match. I really did. I, I liked kinda, everything about it. Ooh, I kind of felt like toward the end, I was wondering, especially when we had Logan Paul, KO, Sammy all standing in the ring. I was wondering if it was kind of going to end going in the direction of the Sammy KO tag team, where it's kind of like, you know, obviously they're very different gimmicks right now, but I could see them teaming together where KO's just rolling his eyes at Sammy. Sammy is just competent enough to the point where KO would want to still team with him. I, I was thinking we might get that from this all over the, the Logan Paul uh, drama, but um, maybe yeah. we'll get them as a team again soon. That would be really soon. cool, actually. I, yeah, yeah, I would like that. I would honestly like that. And I'm trying to think if they've held the tag belts together. I don't think so. I think KO had the belt with Jericho, but I don't think they've had the belts together. So that would be awesome. Shay, uh, Riddle versus Sheamus. Uh, friend of the pod, <laughs> Sheamus, uh, won. I was super happy for him. I was very happy that Sheamus won. I think that was a good decision because I think that was them thanking him for putting like Drew over and for uh, uh, pushing the angle between Drew, Miz, and Bobby Lashley. Like, I really like that they were like, Seamus, thank you for, you know, getting, getting Drew to the point that he needed to be. Sorry, we can't give you the WWE championship. Here's the, the United States championship. And I hope he does again, you know, I love a good open challenge. I hope he does like a brawler, open challenge like a like I'm a fight anybody type thing so so happy Seamus won yeah maybe maybe we'll get something like that out of all this and I I was happy that Seamus won but I also like of all the matches on the card I didn't need this this match like I feel like there could be something else in its place that had a strong story I was watching this and then thinking about Bailey in the process. Like, oh, I wonder what storyline she could have that would fill this time. So that's kind of how I how I was feeling about the I, match. But I'm glad I'm I'm glad with how it went and everything. But oh, Bailey, yeah, I think this was the most underwhelming match on the card to me as well. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's check these messages. Hey. I like WrestleMania night one. Night two was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Main event was awesome. Kevin Owens was amazing. The Fiend looked like a jackass. He comes (laughs) out, looks awesome. 
has yeah. a crappy match with Randy Orton for the second time. You know, when you come back from the dark to the light, something needs to happen. There was nobody standing there being his next challenger. He just disappeared. I did notice, though, actually, right after that they, moment when Alexa yes, was confused, that they were po- they were pointing. They were like they were like pointing off to the right. Like maybe they saw in the oh. dark where they went. So I don't know, but I look. The way that I read that situation was that there is just some tension between Alexa and the Fiend. Maybe we're gonna get her and the Fiend going head to head. Maybe that's what it's gonna be. So yeah, who knows? So. Who knows? Maybe we did so get too. the opponent. But yeah, actually, you know what? I'm I'm not sure how I uh who I would wanna see inserted into that dynamic, like in place of Randy Orton. Maybe it's just I actually I have no clue. I have no clue yeah. at this point. Thank you so much for that, Eric. I I agree. I, I agree with the, with when the lights came back on and nothing happened. Everybody, we were like, even, my husband was like, "What?" Like we were all like, where'd they we go? Well, we no, we just thought something else was going to happen. So again, we can't. Mm. <laughs> this match has probably been the longest thing we've talked about. Let's see what no, else we have here. Two questions. First <laughs> is who's next for Roman now that he's pinned both Edge and um, mm. Daniel Bryan? And second, mm. did they write off Bad Bunny as a part of his promo for his upcoming tour? Love listening, y'all. Oh. Thanks very much. Bye. Thank wow. you, Will. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Those are some great questions. So, again, I, like you said, Matt, I like how he he decisively pinned both Edge and Daniel Bryan. So that he's like, done, mm-hmm. over it, gone, go. And I think that would be good for them to segue to feuding each other, like you said. Uh, yeah. Maybe away from the title, try to get back to the title, whatever. Um, next opponent, I mean, it has to be Big E. Look, Big E has to be be coming up hmm. there because uh, I think we've talked about this. So w- I think this is perfect yeah. to segue into Biggie versus Apollo. So Biggie versus Apollo in a Nigerian drum match, which was basically a kendo stick match. I am done. But, no, okay, but there were drums <laughs> and there were tables. There, I don't know but, if the tables were in the drum match. But, <laughs> and they didn't know that, even was there playing the drums. I was really hoping that they were going to have people playing the drums at least when the match started. Did either of them even get hit with a drum? Yes. There, well, okay. Well, mm, I know that one of them, I, I, one of them was thrown into the drum and knocked it over. If that mm-hmm. counts. That's, uh, I don't that doesn't does that count. count. Okay. Yeah, I just, so Will, the first part of your message, I think it's going to be Biggie. I think um, the match is still good. Uh, Biggie and Apollo always deliver. They to me it was a kendo stick match that they just wanted to rename, but that's yeah. all good. I like I like a it's kendo fine. stick match, and we basically conjured Dabakato because we had just talked about on our last podcast that mm-hmm. Dabakato was going to like he was he so was, lucky. I was saying it. He was so <laughs> lucky for being like teleported out of. Uh, Raw Underground, not ending yeah. feud with Shane McMahon. And look at that. I think this is it. Vince McMahon was listening and said, oh, Avocado, I forgot about him. Big man. Yeah. Oh, I love this big meaty man. And then he got he to the show. That was, I, I did, I did like that twist in, in things just 
you know, it's always fun to get something unexpected and maybe we're going to get something cool from Davikado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, is that out? What, I know this isn't Issa look, but is it ever? It's usually not Issa look. So what was that outfit? I felt like he was I don't know. Half, half like a military guard or something yeah. like that. But then also like half um, marching band situation. Was, like I didn't know was, what to take. I think it was a marching band thing. Actually, now that I think of it, with all the drums, when they went to commercial break, he probably was just banging away on the drums. That's horrible. Um, no, I mean, it, it maybe uh, I like to be magnanimous here. Just like well, maybe it's some sort of like uh, Nigerian uniform that we don't know about yet. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait for some follow up. But if, is, if I'm glad. I'm glad that if mm-hmm. Apollo had a win, because Apollo did win the that was for the Intercontinental Championship match. So um he I'm glad if that's how Big E lost, it wasn't fair, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have questions. I have a lot of questions about this, but we'll learn more about the about the dynamic, about the situation there. But I mean, the the thing for me, regardless of of the well, you know what? We'll see. But I just hope they're not passing off Dabakato as I'm, I don't think he's Nigerian. So we'll I don't see. know if he's Nigerian, we'll but I think he is not. African. What? Oh, um, he's not. Look, his name, his, his let name me is tell Dabakunde. you something. <laughs> it is. But according to name. look, I have questions. I have questions. No, All I, I know is up. that on Wikipedia right now, it says he's from Poland. Oh snap! Which like shout out to to Poland, but yeah, that's not Africa. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, you know what? I okay, wait, no, I look. We're we're learning a lot today, and also it's late. So yeah, um, he has a Polish mother and Nigerian father. Look at that! Oh, there you go. There you go. That makes so much. I don't know if it makes so much sense. I'm learning a lot, but it makes good more sense. It makes All right, more so. Sense. Let's get to the last match we're going to talk about, and then we can listen to um, all of the wonder, wonderful yeah. audio questions we have. Yeah. Um, so finally, we have Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Um, mm-hmm. And for the Raw Women's uh, Championship uh, belt. Yeah. And Rhea Ripley ends up winning. Uh, mm-hmm. This will probably be like after, after Riddle versus Sheamus. Then Randy Orton and uh-huh. the Fiend. This is this is like third from the bottom for me. Um, Ooh. I know or only like because fifth, sixth, seventh from the top or whatever that would whatever, whatever it is. It. It, yeah. It's it's basically middle of the pack. Basically, I I would say. Yeah. Ba- basically, and for the matches, it's middle of the pack. So Ma- um, the, the match itself, or what? Like, what aspect of it are you putting middle of the pack? Kind of all of it, like. Because it felt kind of one-sided. It just didn't feel as good. It didn't feel like it had as much psychology as I wanted it to. I did did have um, Rhea being healed. You were right. So you were right when we did our our last podcast. Mm -hmm. Rhea, it seemed that Rhea turned full heel. Like she legit turned full heel because she was in there slapping Asuka, calling her all types (laughs) of names. And just, yeah, very rude. Very rude. Exactly. So I was like, okay, so at least they're telling us point blank period right up front, telling the audience, like, you're supposed to not like Rhea. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the match itself just didn't deliver and like something was missing i don't know what it was maybe because oscar and Rhea. i i don't think they've i'm trying to think if they've ever worked together but i'm not sure that oh they no have. i'm pretty sure right? they haven't i'm pretty sure they have right this was their first time so yes yeah so you could tell you could kind of tell and, and again next to matches mm. where it's like KO and and Sami Zayn like it just it just missed something because they're trying to figure it out you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. it just missed the gear I mean it missed the gear and Rayo won which is like okay yeah like we called that we knew that was gonna happen because this match wasn't even supposed to happen it was supposed to be Lacey versus Charlotte so <laughs> I am not surprised that yes. uh, they took the bell off of Asuka. I think this is immeasurably better than Lacey versus Charlotte. So I will give it that uh, because I am on record as saying how much I, I don't like um, Lacey and Charlotte's uh, chemistry. I think they don't have really good in-ring chemistry. Um, but Asuka and Rhea, and Rhea I, think it was, I, I think it was a decent match. I, I'll say that it was decent, but it, nothing about it jumped off the screen like the headlining main event of Roman and Daniel Bryan and Edge or KO and Sammy just going like balls to the wall or even just the um the creepy undertone of the fiend and Randy. So <laughs> yeah. it just felt like it was lacking. It felt like it was lacking. Well it's kind of to me it's there's a question of like I get and I I get that there's an obvious answer to this, but like, why is this match on the Mania card? And I'm not saying that there shouldn't have been a Raw Women's Championship match on the Mania card, but when you look at the legacy and history, like even if you look at KO and Sammy, there just happens to be a built-in history there with those two. And then there has been some build to this match um, with the Ray Ripley and Asuka match. There just wasn't that, history or that yeah. build or something for That's people so to get true. really excited by and so I would love if there was just something different that they did I, I, like a, a different match maybe um, or maybe you know what better yet better yet I would love if they actually treated Asuka as a champion and right. built her up as the champion so that we could be really excited for her match at Mania because she deserves it. She's not lacking as a competitor in any way. And right. actually, something we haven't talked a lot about is that a year ago, she was another one who was really shining at the start of the pandemic when there were no crowds. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. getting over, I mean, in a lot of ways as a comedy character, but still I think a lot of people forget about all she was contributing in that sense. And Asuka, like Bailey in different ways, deserves better. And um, yeah, hasn't I agree. Has, has yet to get better from WWE, um, from from management and everyone who's who's doing the booking. And just like Sasha, she um, has a streak where she has never won at Mania. Between Asuka and Sasha, they have a combined 10 losses at WrestleMania, which mm. is, that is so well, crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you put Asuka next to Sasha, there's a big difference in how they're booked and how they're treated as stars. Exactly. And, and it's sad uh, to see Asuka, who had so much potential and so much um, so much steam going into her WWE run from NXT, and mm-hmm. that was just 
like really ripped out from under her, especially at her first WrestleMania. The funny thing about the the different bookings between Sasha and Asuka is like Asuka has had all the the titles. Like, I mean, she had all of the titles first, you know, before Sasha. Mm-hmm. Did. Like, uh, Bailey was the first Grand Slam champion, and then Asuka was the second. And Asuka has held those those championships for a long time. She she held that um she's held, held this Raw one for what four or five months now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, before Sasha's reign, her, her longest combined reign was 85 days or something like that. So their bookings are completely opposite where uh, Asuka gets all the titles but gets absolutely no booking. Like, she'll, she'll be, yeah. she, you know, she'll be the champion but she won't defend her, her belt for months. While Sasha is, like, wasn't the champion, and this is, you know, barring this whole past year, Sasha was was never the champion, but was constantly booked and was constantly in the limelight. You know, it's so weird how that that works. Um, so hopefully, just like how Sasha is on the upswing, we'll get an upswing from Asuka. I really, I hope now that she doesn't have the title, they figure something out for her. But I'm scared because she had the title and they did absolutely nothing with her. So I just, I, I just hope. I just hope she moves on to something better. Um, Rhea is now mm-hmm. the champion. She is clearly a heel champion, so I don't even know. Um, I don't know where that's going to go because I, I, I really thought that she was going to maintain her kind of like face. You know, people like her tweener type attitude or demeanor, so that she could go against either Shayna or Nia, but. Nah. All three of those seem like the same character with the way that Rhea was treating Asuka in the ring. So I guess R- we'll Rhea's, Rhea's not, she's a lot better as a heel. I mean, I, I think you could say that for a lot of people, though. It's just mm-hmm. the way that WWE books them, it's a lot harder yeah. for someone to get over as a face unless a face, they're really yeah. great at it. I mean, actually, Sasha's someone who we I feel comfortable saying we've definitely seen this with Sasha, where it's like, okay. Face Sasha, great, but also a little bit mild sometimes with how they book her. And then heel, it's just fire, 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 fire. So, like, I hope that we get that fire from Rhea. Hopefully we get some brutality from her. Mm -hmm. I I have no clue who will be facing her next, but... I don't um, either. We'll see. see. Naomi? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 don't. I don't want to even like think about Speculate. it. Speculate. I know. Especially about, especially about Naomi being. I know. It, because I just, I don't think that's gonna happen. It'll, it'll I want probably, it to happen. It could happen, but you know. Mandy, Mandy Rose just uh, trended for tripping for falling down the the stage. So oh, they'll no. probably have her. They'll <laughs> probably have her fall again on Raw and then give her a, a title. She'll be the new Titus. In, in the new Titus. Oh win, my god! To win the Warrior Award. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe. Uh, and, oh my god! And then Dana could be the one to give her the award. It'll come full circle because she was in in uh, Titus Worldwide. Wow, look at it, Matt. We at it. We, we got it. We we, so, we got to get out of here. We've been talking know, way too long. So, we have so many voice messages. I was gonna yes, say, can we just like them. rapid fire listen to them and like quickly respond to them, maybe because we just keep yes, getting more. <laughs> Yes, because we want to okay. hear from you guys. We want to hear from yes. you guys. Keep dropping the audio um, voice, voice things and we'll play them. 
Yeah. Man, I'm conflicted in this match. I mean, I'm happy real one, but at the same time, I'm completely butthurt that Oscar was used as a stepping stone after months of being poorly booked. She deserved better than this, but I am happy for real. Yeah, I don't think we're surprised. Yeah, that I think a lot of people agree with that, Tim, and I, I really yeah. agree with that. All right, that's it for for us uh, tonight, Matt. I think we should wrap it up. We said we were only going to be here on 30 minutes. It's going on an hour, so I have to go to sleep. You have to go to sleep. Um, Where can the people find you? You can find me um, when I'm not here on stair. You can find me on Twitter at MattScottGW. You can also find me in the RHAP patrons group. And in the unofficial group, or, well, it's definitely an official group, but the unofficial patrons group, Job has a squad cast over on Facebook. And you can find me on Stereo and Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. Um, make sure you follow me both on both platforms um, so you can know next time we go live with any of our wrestling thoughts. Um, again, you can email us at wrestling at robhaswebsite.com. Um, you can send us your, your questions, your comments, and we will read them on the podcast. Again, our podcast is the Wrestling Rehap Up Podcast. You can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Matt, thank mm-hmm. you for doing this. Uh, finally, the end of WrestleMania weekend. We can it enjoy the, the week. Um, I will see you. Um, this weekend to um, record yes. possibly our final podcast. So, um, <laughs> so uh, have a good night, Matt. Have a good night, everybody else. And uh, watch out for any flying elbows. Bye-bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.